take two. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered Podcast. <laughs> hey, welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered Podcast. In this podcast, oh, wait. <laughs> All right, take four. Look no, at- you you just say it. You okay. can do it. I know you can. <laughs> just welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered. <laughs> I am dying. Oh my god. We're gonna fucking get it. It's gonna be epic, okay? And every time we hear it, we're gonna laugh because this is what it took to get it. Okay. Welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered. We are two moms who are neighbors and friends doing a podcast from the closet. In this podcast, we're getting real about life, kids, womanhood, and all the stuff in between. So buckle up, buttercups, and join us on this roller coaster. Okay, let's man, let's go into today. Jesus. that's the energy for today for for sure that is the energy there is something happening in the air do you feel it i mean like i have felt it for maybe two days yeah i don't know i don't know what is happening but you feel it yeah yeah (laughs) so you guys are back in the closet with yesenia and kiara oh my gosh (laughs) and it's been a charged week i think it's been it's only tuesday (laughs) But, but you know, our weeks week, kind of start, we talk about like Saturday. our weeks start Tuesday to Tuesday since we're recording or, you know, yeah. so we're kind of yeah, hearing it we're for the end of our, week. our people to understand that there's a whole week that has happened of life. That's true. So oh. we're just starting a new one and last week was midweek. I took my first ambulance ride. <laughs> I've Girl, never been in an ambulance before. It's a before. very expensive Uber. Zero out of 10 recommend that. I can't. It was crazy. The whole experience was crazy. The craziest part to me, though, was I didn't have any anxiety, which is wild. That's great. It is, but, like, it's so crazy to me because I hate, like, hospitals. I hate anything, like, medically wrong with me. I know. But I think, like, I knew what was wrong, and I knew it wasn't serious. So, like, what was wrong with me was, like, a stomach ache. Right. (laughs) Literally, like. But like you said, you have but, like that response when you feel a lot of pain, your body shuts down. Yeah. So we were at, we walked like three blocks to see fireworks because it was our town's birthday and we walked with the neighbors and on the way there, my stomach started hurting. And when we got there, we were standing there waiting for the fireworks and my stomach was kind of hurting like on and off, on and off. And then we were done and we started walking back and it really started yeah. hurting. <laughs> we started walking back and I told my husband, I'm like, my stomach hurts. Like we need to pick up the pace here. And I was like speed walking. And like then... me on Halloween. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And he was like, finally we got like a little ways and everyone was kind of lagging behind us. The kids were playing, talking to each other. And he's like, do you want to just like go home? Like go off, go in front of us. And I was like, yeah, like I need to go. So I'm like, did you feel like you needed to lay down or was it like a sharp, I was just pain? in so much pain that I needed to not be walking yeah <laughs> like, I, I just needed... wanted to be like home yeah. curled up because I know like when I have stomach issues I just yeah. want to curl up in like fetal position and not move so we I got about halfway home like on my own and started a little bit feeling like I was gonna faint but not a ton like not to the point where I was like nervous but yeah. I was like I need to get home by the time I got home it got so bad I like literally ran in the door straight to the bathroom because I thought I was going to puke or pass out. I didn't know. Yeah. But you just knew you didn't feel right. Have you fainted before? So many times. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Probably like 15 times. No way. Half from pain and half from like seeing something That's nasty. so crazy. But you're, but did, so did your blood pressure drop? What was yeah, it so that I, they took you for? It's so crazy. So I laid down on the floor because my stomach hurt so bad. And I felt like I was going to pass out. And the very first time I ever fainted, I was probably... Well, the first time I fainted was because I watched my mom give birth to my sister. Oh. And <laughs> I was like well, seven. That's makes, probably where it started. It makes other people do that too. Then... Later in life, a few years later, I fainted again. And I remember the doctor telling me, because my parents took me to the doctor, and they were like, he's like, if you ever get the feeling that you're going to faint, get to the like, floor sit down. immediately. Yeah. Because if you even, even if you fall over from a sitting position, that's yeah. so much trauma on your head. On so your he's head. like, literally get yourself as low as you can be anywhere you are. It's like, it sounds crazy, but 
Like, just do it. It doesn't matter where you are. Well, I have a friend that has seizures, and it's kind of like the same thing that she has, has to, like, to just... now she knows the feeling. She says, yes. like, she gets an aura, some, like, change in her aura or something, uh-huh. and then she feels it, so she just sits down or lo- yeah. lays down. Yeah, so I've never actually, like, fallen. That's, One time that's, when I was like young, but after that, that's I so learned, good that that doctor told you that. Yeah. And I've never fallen because I can recognize the feeling before it happens. So I laid down on the bathroom floor and when you faint, you sweat profusely. So I was sweaty. I remember like everything was wet. Yeah. Will said you were super clammy yes, and so. it's crazy because I didn't even know that was happening. I was on the phone. Yeah. Well, nobody knew. Phone call. Like, no. And I, he was on the phone in here. And, but I didn't think of it because I was so in my conversation. And before I knew it, he came back. He's like, don't be alarmed. (laughs) I'm like, well, so Rick didn't even know. He came home with the kids, like probably took him because he stopped and dropped Malaya off. Probably took him like 15 minutes and it felt like forever, but he came home. He put the kids to bed. He said he poked his head in our bedroom and didn't see me in bed. So Mm -hmm. he just figured I was using the bathroom because I told him my stomach hurt. He didn't think anything of it. Now, every time I'm in the bathroom, he yeah, like, like goes, check on me. hello, are you, you okay? okay? <laughs> and he's like, do you need me to call 911? I'm oh. like, it's not funny. So anyway, <laughs> so he was watching. He went downstairs after he put the kids to bed and was watching TV. And I was laying on the floor. I fainted three times in a row. Oh and the more you faint, the worse <laughs> Like, like it the is more to energy recover. Yeah. It yeah. just sucks the life out of you. So I literally, my phone was on my nightstand and my nightstand's on the other side of the bed from where I was. So I couldn't, uh-huh. I couldn't even stand up, but I couldn't even like crawl to my phone. So I was laying on the floor, like pounding my fists on the, um, Kong or the tile. Cause he was watching TV under yeah. me and I just like barely had enough energy to do it like three times. And then I'd stop and rest and do it again. In between, my stomach is still hurting, so I'm like, like I can't even imagine what you're describing because that's the kind of thing that you dream like a nightmare. It was crazy. It's like when you're in in your nightmare, you're trying to run and your feet won't move, or like you're moving really fast, but you're literally not moving. Yeah, I can't imagine being you and having to have that feeling of like no one can hear me. Like if he's like, will he watch the TV loud enough that he doesn't hear anything? I told him I'm like. This was the next day, but I was like, I was like mustering up everything in me and yelling help and like yelling Aiden because his bedroom door or his bedroom wall shares a wall with the bathroom and nobody could hear me. And so then I finally like lifted my foot up and kicked the wall. And so then Aiden heard it. He thought Allie was kicking his wall. So he started yelling at her to stop kicking Uh, his wall. Thank God kids fight. So then Rick came upstairs because he heard them fighting and he was like, what are you guys fighting about? And Aiden's like, she's kicking my wall. And I was like, I'm not, I didn't touch the wall. And then I like yelled help again and banged on the wall. And so he came in and I, he like walked in. I couldn't see anything. Like my eyes were not open and it was almost like I was like having an out of body experience. Yeah, like I, was I, say, I can picture could that. hear everything and I could. It's like when people say they were awake during surgery, yeah. but they, yeah. Yeah. Cause like I wasn't, wasn't really responding i wasn't opening my eyes but i could hear every single thing that was going on around me that is so fucking trippy man because that like would make me feel like i was stuck in my own so then rick walked in and he immediately was like i'm calling an ambulance and i remember in my head and i was trying to say it out loud but i was like no i don't need an ambulance like and he's like what do you want me to do and (laughs) she is losing her shit today he was like what do you want me to do and i was like I don't know, like, it. I was just in so much pain. So then he called the ambulance. And then Will came running over. Yeah. <laughs> and I just remember him, like... Checking your eyes. Forcing my eyeball open and, like, shining his light in it. And then um, he was trying to get my pulse. Yeah, he said, he, you had a, get. he said you had a really weak pulse. And then he, like, picked me up and sat me up. Yeah. And I couldn't even open my eyes. And then... Um, people came in the firefighters got when there first. he came home he gave me a full assessment like <laughs> i'm not kidding like he used well, all the medical terminology I and i was just like him talking to the, uh-huh. the firemen when they yeah. walked in because he had already like done yeah. everything so he's like trying to tell them yeah and he was like using all his medical yeah. terminology like she's blah, blah, blah. And I was but like, the weird part is that i've heard it for so many years now it like it makes sense yeah and i'm like okay got it some of my clients yeah. are so they're always like 
how do you know that? And I just go, I had to proofread papers. Yeah. I read a lot. That's like military terms. When he talks, yeah. every, Rick is like, or everyone is like, what is he saying? And I'm like, I know some of it. I don't know yeah. most of it I know, but. Well, I'm so, so glad then, you're okay, but you went to the ER. They put me in a, they couldn't bring the gurney upstairs because of all the turns. So they had a white tarp that they put me oh in my gosh. and carried me down the stairs in it, like four or five of them in a that tarp. Is... And I was like this and they brought me down. I was like, I looked dead. Rick said I looked dead oh and my he, gosh. I could hear, I could still hear everything. And they brought me down the stairs and Allie, our two neighbors, Rob and Michelle were dealing with Allie and she was trying to run from them. Mm-hmm. And I, could like all I could hear was her screaming at the top of her lungs like fighting them I could just imagine her like and she told me too she was like I pushed her arms off of me and then I ran and then Mr. Rob caught me and then I turned around and ran and daddy swooped me up and like yeah Will was she was concerned for her freaking out and then at one point one of the firemen thought she was gonna hyperventilate so he like tried to attend to her but she was not having it she literally wanted to just jump on top of me and yeah. go with me. So Aww. that's like one of those sounds that I feel like uh, no mother should you hear. Will never forget yeah. that noise. She was screaming, and Aiden I can imagine it. Thing. He was super disappointed in the morning that he missed the fireman in in his house. And Rick was like, "Oh, they actually like came and shut your bedroom door so they didn't wake you up." And he was like, "What?" Like he was He's so like, "I missed all that." Yeah. <laughs> So then they put me in the ambulance and like wheeled me out. I don't remember. Like I couldn't, I did, couldn't open my eyes. I couldn't see anything until I got in the ambulance. And then when you open your eyes in the ambulance, it's like bright lights. But we sat in the driveway for a while before we took off. And I remember thinking like, wow, you can't even feel like you can't even feel the driving. It's because we weren't driving. We were sitting in the thing. <laughs> but Rick was like, I kept walking back there because he was going to follow in my car. Uh-huh. And he's like, I kept walking back there to make sure they weren't like doing CPR or something crazy because they weren't leaving. And he was like trying to figure out what was going on. They probably have to call the hospital and do paperwork before they take off. So then we go and they wheel me in and I have to wait for a bed. And while I'm, I'm starting to feel better. My stomach stops hurting while I'm sitting in the hallway, like right at the entrance where the ambulance is back up waiting for a bed over the loudspeaker, the hospital intercom lady goes 18 minutes, level eight trauma victim arriving. And I'm like, Oh no, that's not good. Like I'm right here at the entrance where Mm -hmm. they're going to bring this person in. So I'm like, I have 18 minutes for someone to like get me in a room. And I'm like, surely they're going to put me in a room. They're not going to keep me ever at the hospital. They're not going to keep me here in the hallway in the hallway. That's how they had me. And so I'm like (laughs) freaking out, like internal panic. Like I cannot see this person come in. I will lose it. So they have me hooked up to all these like heart monitors, everything. And the thing is like counting down she like keeps announcing 15 minutes incoming 10 minutes incoming meanwhile everyone from every department is coming down ready and i like look over and there's the trauma bay and there's like 30 of them gathered around waiting for the and the doctor's like giving them a brief on what the ambulance people are relaying to him so he's like can't feel from his waist down like femur is severed in this many places and i'm like (laughs) so i started feeling like i was gonna faint again and i'm like freaking out i had for a split second i'm like stressed for you right now for a split second i was like i'm gonna just rip off every little thing and make a run for it down the hallway like i cannot be here when he comes in because i will die like, <laughs> I'll for real die <laughs> so then I like finally they they bring him in and they probably drugged him up really good in the ambulance because yeah. he wasn't screaming I thought for sure like it was going to be like oh, I'm sure imagining the worst thing like screaming for sure they gave him morphine or something everywhere so I turned my head onto the bed and then I have my finger in my other ear and I'm going like this so I can't hear anything but I can still hear and he, they're like okay sir like try to wiggle your toes and he's like oh, I'm trying and I can't feel them and then um, it only lasted a few oh so then I fainted <laughs> Again, <laughs> again, and I'm hooked up to all my vitals and my um the EMTs that bring you in on the ambulance. I guess they can't leave you till you're in a room. So they were standing next oh, to really? me. Yeah, because you're not really being attended to anyone. Oh, okay. So so this... they can't just like drop you off and like yeah. Out. No. So well. they're standing next to me and then they like turn to me and they're like, "What's happening?" Like and they start freaking out and they're like, "Are you okay?" Because I had fainted. So all my 
vitals were going nuts again. Yeah, it was crazy. So anyway, we were there till three in the morning. They did every single test possible. All the crazy things. So what? Were fine. Ha- what was it? Um, I don't know. Everything was good. <laughs> so I went to the doctor today, and she said, it's probably "I swear it's a the GI. kombucha." I'm telling you, every time you drink kombucha, you get sick to your stomach. It's crazy. I told her that, and she said it's probably GI, and I need to have an endoscopy to look. Yeah. At and see what's going on. So, but it wasn't anything like my heart or. Well, thank God for that. But man, you freaked us out. I know. Allie came home the next yeah. morning and she was like wearing my necklace, my bracelets, my shirt. And I was like, I'm, like, I'm not dead. What girl. are you doing? <laughs> she said, um, Mr. Will told me to get my stuff that I needed before I came over. So I went in. She raided my nightstand and put all my jewelry on and my clothes. That's kind of like, cute. That's, it was. Super that is sweet. sweet. And then, so when she came home, she was like, here you go. Here's it all back. Like, you're fine. (laughs) Well, that's cute though. But yeah, she was, she was in the morning. She came in. I was, I had just gotten out of the shower and she was walking in the room and I was like, I don't have a bra on. Hold on. And she's like, oh, okay. And then I, I put the towel around me and then I was like, what's up? And I gave her a morning hug and I said, your mom is home. She's resting now. And she was like, oh, she is. Okay. She was like, Mr. Will said that we could have donuts or crepes in the morning. And I said, yeah, he's down there making the crepes already. And she was like, okay. And she was like, fine. In no rush to come she home. She was fine. Yeah. I was fine. Exactly. Well, I'm really glad you're okay, yeah, but it's it was time crazy. to figure out now what, what is going on with your stomach. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I've never been to the hospital before in my life. And since I've known you, I've gone twice. (laughs) (laughs) Something's happening here. What is happening? I I know. Yeah, I've never written it. Rick has, like, all the life alert jokes going now. He's going to stole a button in the the bathroom. But maybe a bell system or, like, one of those, like, uh, you know, like, blow horns that they use at graduations. Because... You think about it, that's scary because I don't know if Will would hear me. We have our fan on yeah, every night. Who would hear And you? if he's downstairs watching TV, you can't hear anything down there. Yeah. Like if Alexia snuck out, I probably wouldn't know because I wouldn't hear it. That's probably happened. She probably knows that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was crazy, but I'm alive. Well, we're here. It's been a rough week for women, though. I mean, it has been. We had, Alexia and I had a conversation yesterday about this, and it's interesting to hear a young person's perspective because. She's like, it's crazy to think that my grandma had more rights being an illegal immigrant than I will have now. Like, I mean, she's like, obviously, we're in California, so it doesn't apply to me. She's like, but what about like other people in the states where they completely banned it? And it's just like this whole idea of, you know, Roe versus Wade being reversed. It's just like, that's just the tip of the iceberg. What comes next? You you know, and I'm going to ban interracial marriages again. (laughs) Yeah, that's, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it just makes you think that this isn't going to stop here. I was having a conversation with my mom when we were in Utah a few weeks ago, and she brought up the fact, and I remember this, for some reason, we got into a conversation about abortion when I was like in high school, maybe, Uh probably, probably Alexia's age. Mm -hmm. And I remember having an argument with her about how it should be illegal uh-huh. and she was like no like women have rights to their bodies right. like it should be their choice right. and me arguing saying like that's terrible like no no woman should ever have to yeah. get an abortion right. and so we recently were talking about it and she was like I think she was curious because we've never really talked about it again, but she was like, so do you think that women should have the choice to have an abortion? And I was like, oh, 100%. And she was kind of like, like what? That really? Yeah. And she was like, that changed? And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, that really, like, really hurt when we had that conversation. And you were so dead set. Yeah. And you were almost, and I remember almost being like, not mad at her but like appalled that she could believe that that could be an option yeah and I think not until you're in a situation where or you know someone in a situation where that might Mm -hmm. have to happen that you understand why yeah I was like oh no I totally think she's like wow that's crazy to like know that your opinion changed and I was like my like junior year opinion That's when I was true. a high schooler what did like, I know about right you change and you learn and you yeah. have experiences that like you said when you experience someone or yourself going through having to make that kind of decision you you like you look at it differently and yeah. I think that's the thing is that you know 
ultimately when you make that kind of decision, it's not the easy way out. No, it's, you have to live it, with it. Emotionally, yes. it weighs on you over time, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you cannot say that that's the easy way out. And it's like, what, what was I trying to prevent in making this kind of decision? Yeah. You know? So it's, um, I've seen so many terrible comments on, on like social media too, of people who are against abortion like mm-hmm. well then keep your legs closed right. or blah 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 because it's only but like because like, you're hoeing around <laughs> there's so many levels of it there are people down to plan b that don't think that you should ever be allowed to take plan b yeah the day after I know. you have sex yeah and that's insane to me like yeah. could be a teen mom at this point but if you know it wasn't for plan b with someone like, that i don't want to baby up with. a really good point because like when I knew that I might be pregnant with Alexia, I remember calling my sister. I was 18 years old or just turned 19 and telling her, like, I just had unprotected sex and I feel like, you know, so she's like, go get a plan B. And I was like, okay, I'm on my way to the drugstore, right? I'm yeah. driving. And I called her and I said, I can't do it. I don't know why. I feel like I'm not supposed to take it. Yeah. So I didn't take it. And then I get pregnant. Yeah. And then I was urged a lot to end the the pregnancy. So I made the appointment and the morning of I woke up and I canceled it because I just I had that feeling yeah. like I need to have this baby. Yeah. And so that was when I made the decision, like, I'm going to have this baby, whether you choose to be there or not. And then things changed. But then they, you know, they kind of stayed the same. So it's like, I feel like my child, I picked her. <laughs> even though she yeah. picked me, I picked her. Well, and even if you did go through with it, it still isn't just like a, oh, did it done? No. It's over. It lives with you. Yeah. Everything that happens within your body is stored somewhere. Yeah. You know, and it just like, it's unbelievable that some people can't even put themselves in the situation and be <laughs> empathic towards someone that would have to make that decision. I don't think it's the way easy way out. And I have clients, I have one client specifically that had to get two abortions because her children would have been like severely, one would have been like brain dead and the other one had like a severe spinal thing. So she had to do that. And she says like, I can't even imagine that happening today, you know, that I wouldn't be able, I would have to have these babies to term knowing that they weren't going to make it. You know, like that's cruel. I think we give animals so many more rights than we give people. And this is with foster systems. This is with domestic violence. This is with all that. Like, I feel like we're focusing on the wrong things here. Yeah. And if you feel like your child has been given a diagnosis like that yeah, before you've given birth, that's your choice to not terminate the pregnancy right. and fine for you. Right. But yeah, I just, but why are you imposing that... your, like, is it, is it a need for control? And that's what it comes down to, right? Like we look at who's making the decisions. Men are making decisions on women's bodies. How does that even work? That's yeah. How so does when, that work? When this first, um, like the ruling came out, I Googled the um, Supreme, yeah. Supreme Court justices and I scrolled through and it was like infuriating. There's only one black man, right? There's one black man and then like four or three white men and one white woman that voted yes and it's like i understand that they only have the one woman there because they just need to be equal and they have the one black man there because they have to be equal it's infuriating that old white men are making decisions on women's bodies yeah so that's what i'm saying is like i get that there's like a system to follow in order to like make these laws and whatever but in this circumstance like it just doesn't make sense to me that these people who are these get people to decide. that get to decide this right. decision? Like, But that's where it comes down to is what is their motivation? And they're all Christians. Mm-hmm. And they it's like this idea of, God, it brings me back to Handmaid's Tale. You know, let's go back to being a pure society where everyone's abiding by the laws of the Bible. And it just makes me mad that religion can have that kind of an impact on really how people treat each other and how how to have empathy for other people and what they're going through. And I think it's interesting too the difference in um, like political opinion, because clearly abortion is 
political as well. But, you know, it only became political when Christians got involved. But it was funny because I was talking to Rick about it because he was like, I don't really understand it. And he had the same like because we were just trying to talk through it. And he was like, but it's up to the states now. Yeah. And I said, yes. And he's like, so isn't that good? Because the states can decide. It's not like it's a overall the whole country is going to do going to not do this. Right. So there are options for states to allow it. And I was like, it is, but it so shouldn't come to that. Now point. it's even going to create more of a divide. And that's the problem is that we're already so divided after I think our last presidency. I think that we are just making worse into like the fucking yeah. worst. And like, I don't it's think it's just it's so much it's so much tension. Yeah. And like, what's the breaking point? And what's the overall goal here? And it's like, okay, so we had a bunch of white men vote. Yeah. That it's not going to be blatant across the United States that abortion can be allowed. So now we're spreading it out over 70 white men to decide in their own little, like, it it just, it shouldn't even come to that point. It shouldn't even be up for decision. It shouldn't. It, the only person that should be able to decide that is the woman that is going through it and the doctor that is doing the procedure. Yeah. And I've already seen too, um, might be Oklahoma, maybe not, but some state around there that has the, um, I can't remember what they call it, but it's like, it immediately goes into effect the moment Roe versus Wade was overturned. Wow. All of their laws. So abortion is not legal. In their state, and I don't remember the, you know, because some of them allow it for certain reasons, but not for other. Anyway, a nurse was on Instagram and she said, I literally watched a mom having a miscarriage and we let her sit there for six hours while the um, leaders of the hospital sat in a room and talked to their lawyers to see what they could and couldn't do with her. In the meanwhile, she bled out. That's the problem. Like, are Is you that kidding now- me? medical professionals are being put in a position to where they can't actually uphold their medical degree and the, and the what is it that they say like or they they take an oath and now you're preventing that i think that's just so deeply fucked up and you're sitting in a room for six hours going over laws with lawyers to see if you can help her meanwhile she's dying like it's just that's mind-boggling it's crazy to me and then what's even crazier is the states that don't allow you to have an abortion in the case of incest or rape right. like that is insane to me right like you would rather uh, right <sighs> yeah so the person so what is it really about that's what i'm saying so what is it really about here it's not about life because you know when incest happens there's a lot of chances of things going wrong that's just fact you know like yeah I saw this picture on Instagram and it gave me kind of a funny feeling and I was going to show it to you to see what you thought. Um, I saved it, I think. Because when I saw it, uh, yeah, here it is. When I saw it, it gave me such a funny feeling. You don't have to read the quote, but just the picture. And it's like, I think when people That's think about abortion, big belly. that's what they're... When people think about abortion, people who are not for it, that's what they think. And that makes them uncomfortable. And like, and that makes me uncomfortable. And I've had because she's children. a nine month pregnant woman, but right. that's not the majority. That's not the, that's not the reality. That's not women going and being like, well, eh, I don't want this responsibility. No. I just decided now, even though I mean, at like, that point, if baby. you decide to have a just, baby and you don't want it, those are the ones that leave them at the firehouse and run yeah. off. Like, yeah, it's going to survive outside of you. Exactly. Leaders. Yeah. But. I think that's that, infuriating and that's the that's the propaganda and that's the bullshit that feeds into people's like like this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong because that's what you're envisioning well yeah like that is a full grown ass baby in her belly ready to come out yeah it's different than when you know it just barely happened where you you're high the chances of miscarriage are one in three like let's just be real if you make it past that point it's you know it's and like so many of those miscarriages need medical assistance absolutely you can't just process that on your own no you would and have to have a dnc you have to have all these things to make sure that it's done properly and that's why women died before because they were having illegal abortions yeah. and and it's like it's to keep women safe yeah like flat so, out from whether it's abuse or whether it's financial abuse or whether it's 
they literally, you know, they were raped or whatever be the decision, let a woman make a decision that she actually has a choice on the safest way possible. Yeah. You know, and she's thinking ahead. So this girl, woman that I'm friends with on um, Facebook, she posted something. It says, if you don't like how your state where you choose to reside decided on abortion, then you have the choice to move to a state that leans toward your view based on its elected officials and population, or you can choose to vote in the elections, blah, blah, blah. She said, I remain to, I will remain conservative and still believe women should have a choice on what they do with their bodies, but interpreting this as an abortion ban is absurd. And I... What? Interpreting? So I mean, Roe versus Wade was overturned, and that's what that's what that means it's not interpreted it's what it is and like how privileged are you to say women can pick up and move to a new state right (laughs) Right. like oh all of a sudden the law it's that easy 50 years the law has changed like pack it up guys we gotta move to like she feel and this this is what it leads me to because i have a lot of clients in the elderly community and they're like they're like, what's next? I have a lot of gay clients. Yeah. Am I not going to be allowed to be married to my spouse? And, you know, like, and it, it leads to interracial. And so it's like, it's a, it's a thing now where people are going, this is just the beginning. And you can feel that, yeah. that it's fear. And because it, it's kind of scary to think like, my, I took my kid to a place today that doesn't take cash. Who the fuck doesn't take cash anymore? Like, are we heading in a weird direction where it's like we're giving up control to? Yeah, that's weird. I hate to sound like a fucking conspiracy theorist, but, (laughs) you know, it just makes you go there. Like, what is really happening here? Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. I just don't like and I posted it on Instagram. But like, if you think that this is a good thing, like how blessed are you to be in a position where you've never experienced having to make that decision or come close to having to make that decision or known someone that's had to make like wow what a life to be in that position because I have not been in that position Mm -hmm. to live my life freely and not have to worry about it and there are many many friends around me and people that I know that have been in that position and to to sit and say like well like they put themselves in some position or they chose whatever the case may be like yeah. That's that's pure privilege to think that. Well, it's pure ignorance, too, because, I mean, a person that lacks the empathy to understand that, that's a whole nother breed you're dealing with. You yeah. know, like it just goes to show you that really people don't give a fuck sometimes. And, you know, it's like, well, you should have done better. Like, why can't, well, why don't you just become a millionaire? It's that easy. Everybody should do it. Right. So it's that same thing of like, people feeling like they have some sort of pedestal and especially if it's biblical you know it's like you know what this thing was written and interpreted in the way people wanted to take it like it just mind boggles me that this is what we're now making decisions on this is what we're living now why are we basing it off of something that is not relevant anymore and if you're like a woman like i have seen a bunch of people posting like well I've been trying for 10 years to get pregnant. I can't get pregnant. Like babies are so wanted in this world. Absolutely. I would adopt. Go go help the foster system. Okay, great. You, if you have not birthed a child, you You don't get get to say. Like as much as you want to be a mom, as much as you like. You're a dog mom. I'm sorry. No, I can't. I can't with that. If you have not birthed a child and gone through the first four weeks of their life with them you don't get to say because I mean from personal experience we can say like birthing a child can kill you yeah absolutely mentally just as much as physically like it is hard it's traumatizing and so if you haven't birthed a child you don't get to sit and say like well I would love your baby oh because the mom has to go through the hard part of birthing it and get like like you just get the fun, well, it's not really fun product at the end, but I mean, it, it's true. I mean, it's not easy to go through the entire process. And that's why I think, you know, that could be a motivator for people that do get abortions is that like, they can't, you can't carry a child nine months and then give it up. I think that would be harder. I think that would be really hard. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, people do and great, but I, again, like that's your choice. And, and there are so many kids in the foster system already. Like, do we really need to inundate that even more? Because who gets affected here? It's women of color and and people people want poverty. People want babies. So don't sit and say, no, no one should have an abortion. When but you you're really being picky the, and about, you and you don't offer the help and the resources for people to actually make these decisions yeah. in the most educated way, and that I think they really yeah. capitalize on the underprivileged, you know, because there are a lot of things that people don't know, yeah, and are afraid to ask, and are afraid like they're put in positions that they just this is it, yeah, you know. I just it just I don't know, especially seeing moms who are like or not moms people who have been trying to get pregnant for a long time fight this it's like i don't know sometimes the inclusivity of certain things is like no no no, that's too far we've gone too far like you don't get to have a say just because you want to be a mom like the the emotional and mental challenges you faced for five or ten years of trying to get pregnant and wanting a baby so bad are valid but that has but no comparison, comparison to yeah birthing a child no it's it's just really apples to oranges yeah like you cannot and yeah like you said it's it's a different experience and not saying that that's not valid that is your experience and yeah, you can feel and it's that hard way and it's, but you cannot think that it's the same as already having a child and going like through all that. You cannot think that and your not everyone's puppy experience is, is traumatizing either. But yeah, you know, some people have really traumatizing experiences that yeah. they wouldn't want to do if that again in their life. Just slid your baby right out of your hula yeah. and it was bliss from day one. Good for you, but You're that's right. not everyone's experience. Right. And it's hard. So it's like it's and it almost like invalidates you. Yeah. In your experience. But then, yeah. but, the, but all of these people who had it easy or haven't had to do it at all feel right. invalidated and right. we're supposed to feel bad for that. Right. I'm like, yeah, we can feel bad for your circumstance, but it has no comparison yeah. to actually birthing a child. And so I just well, don't I think just... anyone who hasn't given birth to a baby gets any say. Yeah. And I think this is going to be, I don't know, I'm afraid of how many deaths there will be related to this. And you think about the dis- like, do you really not think that in ancient times, women knew concoctions of herbs to oh, have yeah. abortions? Like this, I'm you sure know, if sex do. dates back to Adam and Eve days, it certainly dates back to our ancestors, or at least my ancestors that probably lived more that way. And I guarantee you, because even like dandelion root. It's a detoxer. You're not supposed to take that if you're pregnant because it can cause miscarriage. So it's like, how do they know this? This wisdom has been passed down. You know what I mean? Like, I think abortions have existed since the the beginning of time. Yeah. And so now, but the difference is that now we need somebody to tell us what we're allowed to do with our bodies. When did we lose that control to just live as we should? Because in places where they have less rules, less law, you know, like places where drugs are outlawed, they have less addiction issues in America. Like, it's just like, I don't know. I don't want to go down any (laughs) crazy rabbit holes. But I did hear of that today. (laughs) I did hear of this thing called the empty. Have you heard of it? Like you can become an empty, but it basically is. um, That's a handmaid's tale. No. So it's, um. (laughs) If you live in a state where abortion is legal, you basically oh, sponsor women oh, yeah. who need an abortion. I would and like help them. I would get, be down, but I don't know the de- ins and outs. It's of like it. I've just seen it, but um, the Underground Railroad women's version. It is. It's crazy that we've come to that. Like that, no, but you know what? That shows you solidarity. And at what point then are we going to be risking ourselves if we're willing to do this? Like you're putting yourself in jeopardy because in some states, if someone knows that you went and got an abortion and tells on you you're going to get in trouble. That's crazy that now we're turning people on people that are close to them enough to know. Cause you, if you had an abortion, you don't walk around telling everybody No, that that means somebody really close to you had to fucking turn you in. Yeah. Now that shit mm-mm, does not sit with me. Yeah. You're turning I, people on people. I saw this thing too. It said like a woman who is raped and gets an abortion has a bigger like jail sentence, sentence than, than the person who raped her. Yeah. And that's, mind-blowing yeah it's i know 
Alexia was telling me that yesterday. For men, I think it's nine years they get for rapists, and women get 15, 15 to 20. That's crazy. For getting an abortion. I know. Like, let's back it up here. (laughs) Men, it should be a life sentence. I mean, what's next? Do we lose our right to vote? I mean, at this point, I feel like. (laughs) Do we go, what what do we, what, what else happens? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy that. I just can't believe we're here and we're not supposed to be. Some people are like, like, I just. You know what though? But we're, that just goes to show you is that. You know, the level people are operating at is very low sometimes. Um, And you have people living in different realms. You know what I mean? Like, I can't believe that some people can't even fathom this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you can't, then that means you don't, it's just not at your level. How? Where are you living that this isn't, those voices are heard because it's so solid on the lines of, I just think that it's crazy how. It's just sad to me. Yeah, it is sad. And it's sad because we have daughters. And as much as you don't want to think about the possibility of them being in that situation, it's real for very Mm -hmm. many women. So it's It's heavy. It's a heavy topic. And I think that, you know, hopefully something happens of this, but a lot of women are getting fire under their asses and you know, doing stuff. So I actually want to look for like a rally or something that I want to take the girls to. Yeah. I've seen a lot. It's good. It's, I want, I want to take my girls. I feel like I need to experience something like this with them. Like that's just going to be something that's, you know, cause it is affecting their, their Their future, their future. Cause you just never know what could happen. And luckily we live in a state where it's legal, but, but other people need voices in other States too. So, and it's ignorant to say that you can move somewhere where it's legal if that's what you believe in yeah i mean people don't have that choice you can't pick up and move from oklahoma to california i'm sorry things cost five times more here like that's not realistic it's not like how privileged are you that to say that you can't do that yeah you can't just pick up your life and leave everything that easily and to wait until you're in that situation i just yeah it's the last thing you need to be worried about I just think everybody needs to get really deep down in touch with why they feel the way they feel if they're for it. And it's, if it's your own personal thing, then you got to leave your own personal shit aside and just look at the overall picture. And I think the overall thing, why is like Christian Mary down the street able to have a voice about this? Mm -hmm. When I honestly think that if the doctor is willing to do it, let Mm -hmm. the doctor do it. Right. As yeah. long as it's done in a hospital under guidelines and all of that, like if the doctor is willing, it's no one else's business between right. the doctor and the patient. Right. So. Oh, it's such a deep topic, but you know, it's just, I just want everyone to like come into solidarity for women right now. I think whether you are pro or against or whatever, I think you just need to look at the overall picture and just show up for your women. Like, there's a sisterhood. Like, what happens to that? Yeah, and I you also know, like, think we talked about this last night, but how, like, some people are not saying anything about it. And I think that's another thing. Um, I always, I kind of wonder sometimes, not, not even about this subject, but other things. There are people who are just, like, very to themselves and quiet mm-hmm. and don't share a lot. And that's, like, the complete opposite of me. I share everything. Yeah. <laughs> No, and but it's good. If you that's feel just like how I've always been. And I just think like. Well, that just means because you don't care what people think. And that's a good so place. That, but, but that's a like, good place to be. I feel I'm like that's a great place to be. Sharing real life. Like, why are we not all right. sharing Why are we not life? talking we about this? Fake it? Yes. But there are people that just can't. They don't have that in them. They can't do it. So I don't think it's. I don't think we need to call out people who aren't saying anything because they could have feelings and they could be doing things behind the scenes and they are voting and they're doing all the mm-hmm. things they don't need to, they don't need to use their voice if they don't want to. I mean, it Plain comes simple, to like, everything. Like nobody owes you shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. People don't owe you anything. So why are so you many people calling out like companies? Yeah. 
Because there were a lot of companies that came out in the beginning and they're like, oh, we're offering like, I think Starbucks you know and Uber Eats. We're like, we're offering our employees $4,000 to go get an abortion if they need it. And you know, there's just a thing too of just like keeping your side of the street clean. Why do people need to like say, oh, I stand behind it or don't. Be Switzerland. If you're in business, you're in business. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're in business. You will take money from someone that had an abortion and didn't. Or even like... That's what it comes down to. Influencers on Instagram who have 500,000 followers and they're getting on and they're like, well, I don't want to like say which side I'm on, but I still feel like I need to say something because I have such a big following. And I almost hate that. It's like, no, you don't need to say anything. just... Just shut your mouth, let it roll past. Let your you know 500,000 500, followers have their own opinions. Right. No one's looking to you right. to get the, the information or to make a decision. If they are looking to you, that's the first problem. They, right, for real. <laughs> I saw this this week. I saw a girl I follow. Her name is uh, The Gym Nurse. Mm-hmm. And she gives a lot of great tips. And somebody post like she posted like she was eating McDonald's, like chicken nuggets and fries and someone sent her a message said like oh because of your poor diet choices i'm choosing to unfollow you now and she was like please do if you can't handle that i eat like a real person yeah and i like yes i do all this but i also enjoy my shit food like you don't need to follow me yeah so there's nothing wrong with you know not all your followers agreeing that if you're pro-choice or uh you know pro-life i don't even know the other one to stand up and declare yeah what side you're on or just keep that doing you're your thing. Acno- you don't need to acknowledge it. No. So I nobody owes you shit. Interesting. I just think it's interesting. Like who are these people demanding public figures to say something? Like, that's what why? I'm saying. Nobody owes anybody anything. Like that's, but that is the world we've come to where like, it's entitlement. If, if Kim it's Kardashian isn't like speaking about this, people are like, everyone looks to you. You need to make a statement. Like that's where we're wrong here. Why are, why are we, we looking idolizing? at her? Yeah. Like, like why are we great? If that? she wants to have an opinion, great. If she wants to speak about it, but if she doesn't that, why are you outraged? Like be your own person. But then if you're the follower of this person and you look for them for, I don't know, confirmation of where you're going to go, you've got bigger problems, yeah. right? It's like, yeah, you cannot be looking to anybody else to be making decisions for you. No. Whether you let them influence your life or not, that's your choice. Yeah. Like she how, doesn't owe you anything. It no. doesn't matter how rich she is. It doesn't matter how many followers she has. She doesn't owe you her an explanation of her beliefs. Yeah. None whatsoever. I don't even like, know. She probably didn't even make fire. a statement. But I was my eyes feel like her. they're on fire right now. Oh, no. oh my gosh. My mom has what? eye herpes right now. What the heck is that? Yeah. She'd be giving <laughs> blowjobs with her eyes or what? <laughs> oh, you know something's going to come out of my mouth. She texted all of us and she said... Tell her that's not where it goes, mom. She said, when you think you have a scratch on your eye, eye herpes, it's so painful. And my sister goes, mom, eye herpes? And I said, what? And she said, that's what I said. And I immediately had to Google it. And I was a tiny bit scared. Why would you Google that? You can't handle seeing anything. (laughs) No, not the picture of it. I just need to know why and how that happened. Oh my gosh. And I was like, you are Google queen. I say it. Half of me was like, I need to know. But half of me was like, I don't think I want to know. Why would you want to know? I wouldn't want to know. <laughs> well, she's telling us. I herpes, what the fuck? So, <laughs> it's calmed me down a little bit. <laughs> People typically contract eye herpes by touching a cold sore and then touching their eye with the contaminated finger. So she has the simplex okay. V that's, yeah. your, that's cold yeah. sores. So she got it on her eye. But I w- for a small five seconds, I was like, <laughs> mom... <laughs> Wrong, wrong group chat. <laughs> you sent this to the wrong group chat. Yeah, for real. Um, like, what are people's kinks going into now? Eyes. She was like, I didn't know it was a thing. That's crazy. I didn't know it was a thing either. So, I can't. That's even. your tip okay. For my, the day. I don't, my eyes you are a, not on fire for that reason. If you have a cold sore, don't touch your eyes. <laughs> I don't get cold sores. I people. The people. To the people, to the people, to the people, as she waves to the mic, to don't, the people. Don't touch your eyeballs if you have eye, if you have mouth herpes. Yeah, oh man, you can get it on your nose too. But that we won't go there. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you about that one. 
Not me. You guys, she's on something today. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you, you know, know, we, we have you to know, make it a roller coaster. And we have to bring it up at the end. You know, we just, we, we get it all out there. And I think that I really feel like this time and space for me is like a therapy session because <laughs> I feel like I just get to like, I know. get it all out, you know, and it's just so cool that we can go from like, you know, recapping and talking about a subject that is very true and real right now. And we yeah. feel it as women and and then we can make it light again. And so this is like the roller coaster of life, right? And it's just remembering that there's there's ups and there's downs and there's yeah. the in-between where you're like, you can catch your breath and then you go up again. You know, it's like, it's just, I don't know. It's just a cool time, but it's also like, you know, we get to be a part of history right now and uh, we have daughters. So it's like, we got to show up for them. We do. We for sure do. Oh, man. Yeah. What a week. So we'll leave it there, you guys. I think um, that we're here as voices. And um, if you like it, stay around. And if you don't, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though. Like, I, I just want it, want it to be like people that are here want to be here. And They're that energy is received too. and exchanged, you know. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, just, I think that. You know, we show up as who we are and yeah. And I think too, like the people that are here because they're nosy and they want to know what's (laughs) going on and they're not here to like authentically be here. I think that will come full circle for them in the way of like, first of all, you're wasting your time. Yeah, And 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 second, it's like, yeah, we're not here to impose any sort of like, I don't know, fakeness or no, like be just, people who we're, we're not going to be. So if being you're real. here to, if you're wasting your time listening to this for the wrong reasons, you're wasting your time. Right. And because this is who we are. Hi, haters. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Oh, she's fasty today, guys. So anyway, we love you guys. I, we want you to be here and be present and you know, stick around for this ride because you just don't know where we're going to (laughs) go. Yeah. And if you don't agree, you love us, but you don't agree, that's fine too. Yeah, totally. We still love you. That's a great place to be is I love you and I don't agree. I think that that would solve a lot of problems today. Mm -hmm. You know, agree to disagree and yeah. keep it moving and keep it about love. I think ultimately it comes down to that. So just, just love on each other. Just love. I really think if you look deep down, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Just like understand that there's a other side. Yeah. There's always, there's always three sides, you know, like in general. So right. we should never judge anybody's decisions. And we will leave you with that. We'll see you guys next week on a different topic. Goodbye.